Hello and welcome to Making Community, the podcast show of the Urba Transfer Network Community Lab. I'm Simone Antonio and I'll guide you through the solutions developed by the cities which replicated the experience of the Lisbon Local Development Strategy for areas of priority intervention that provides a wide range of tools to tackle urban poverty and empower local communities. Coming up on this episode, an interview to Iben Andersen, urban designer at the city of Aalborg, and Dan Andersen, architect in charge of EU projects, who will tell us more about the transfer network experience and the main results achieved by Aalborg. Welcome, Iben and Dan. You work for the uh, city of Aalborg, which took part for uh, the first time in the urban program with Community Lab. And why did you decide to transfer the good practice of Lisbon to Alberg? We were working very much with a, a holistic approach in our urban development in Alberg throughout many years. And then uh, when this opportunity came, we uh, took part in the, in the session in, uh, in Tallinn to talk about our holistic approach. And we got in touch with Lisbon and found it could be a very good uh, way to further develop our ways to uh, to do holistic approach in and urban participation in our projects. Iben, Alborg is uh, playing a very important role in leading the growth of North Denmark and was one of the Danish cities that achieved better results in eliminating ghettos. How did you combine the regeneration of the neighborhoods to actions of social inclusion of residents? Well, it goes back to our good practice of uh, the holistic approach in urban regeneration. Uh, we have a national legislation which is actually focusing on the physical environment and tearing down building blocks and trying to rearrange the, the social um, compound of the areas where in Alborg, the reason we have been so successful is the holistic approach where we specifically, besides the physical transformations, also have a social side where we try to create uh, communities and uh, engage citizens so that they become active partners of developing the, the communities. And one of the reasons that Community Lab became uh, such a good opportunity for us is through the task force tool where we were able to dive deeper into our own practice and see, well, we have a long uh, tradition of citizen involvement uh, back from the 90s with shelter and other commitments in the 2004, but a deeper understanding of, well, what is it that we actually do that is working and how can we better ourselves uh, from this point on so that we become more aware of how we uh, engage with local citizens and how we collaborate, collaborate across the administrations. The active involvement of the residents was also one of the main characteristics of the participation of our city to community lab. How did you involve local stakeholders in the realization of the three local development plans that you are currently doing in Alborg? In uh, Alborg, we are doing urban development plans in three areas. And through the Danish uh, planning legislation, we actually have this participatory a preliminary debate where we're um, telling the local areas or that we're working in that um, this plan is coming. But what we choose to do in Alborg is 
to try to have a preliminary preliminary debate where we are um, inviting the local stakeholders and residents to uh, become part uh, part of the active uh, development of the plans. And that means that we give them uh, an expertise in the project. They become experts in their local area. And the ambition is that through this process, instead of them only reacting to plans and to projects, they actually become proactive because they help us define, well, what is the characteristics and identity of this neighborhood and how do we qualify projects from investors and such so that it becomes a good match in the specific uh, location. Working in, uh, on this topic with community level is very important also for uh, your uh, local authority and for uh, the coordination among different offices. Uh, how are you working internally within the local authority to promote a different approach in uh, fostering the active involvement of residents? Well, in uh, relation to community lab and with use of the task force, what we did in practice was that our uh, ULG mainly consisted of uh, colleagues within the administration, the different project managers of the different urban development plans. And we had a really great sparring and exchange both of knowledge, but also uh, we inspired each other and spoke a lot about, so this worked uh, in this area, what could we do to get the same uh, activity or involvement in your area? And what we ended up with is that the three areas are very different, both um, with regards to the citizens and uh, the strategic um, focus of the city, but also in scale. And as a urban planner, sometimes it's very difficult to uh, explain, so why can this area have this project and we only get a sculpture or uh, a tree or something? But the, through this approach, it was actually because we approach all of the areas in the same way, uh, cultivating local stakeholders and engaging in the dialogue with the stakeholders in the area that we ended up with having very different identities, very different communities, very different needs. And that ended up with uh, being a very natural explanation for, well, in this area, we're working with these things because this was actually the problems that arose uh, through the process. And these were the things that we needed to tackle and handle. And this was the wishes of the community. And in another part of the, uh, the city or in another part of the areas, it was something completely different. But this makes it very robust, both explaining it to the general, but also politically when the politicians are asked, so how come this area gets this focus and this area gets this focus? Uh, the really great answer, which also makes us very proud is, well, it's actually because we involved the local stakeholders and they helped us come to this uh, solution. So that's uh, that's why we focus on this. So it's very uh, symbiotic between the top down and bottom up approach. That, that's really interesting. That's really interesting what you did. Uh, while in a city like Alborg, where the problem of poverty is seen differently than many other partners of the network, uh, uh, what are the new challenges in terms of contrast to social and economic exclusion that are emerging after the pandemic? Well, after um, the pandemic, um, well, it's, it's very difficult, of course, not being able to just walk down on the city square and engage people and also get a feeling of where they're at. So I think the the biggest 
uh, obstacle after the pandemic is actually um, regrowing the trust and, and the dialogue. And also because, especially in the more secluded or um, uh, areas in, in the city, when people are staying home in the pandemic, pandemic they're kind of isolating and uh, looking more inwards. Uh, and that kind of counters what we've been trying to do for our urban regeneration in the last years, where we're actually actively buying functions and jobs um, into these social housing areas. And we're having private housing mixed with the social housing so that we get a much better exchange. And this exchange, I think, uh, due to the pandemic is in jeopardy because now people aren't going to work, they're staying at home. So we don't have this natural exchange. So we need something extra. But I think all in all, you know, spring is coming and society is opening up. So I think we're, we're gonna get there. And we've also had a lot of experience through the last year on how to engage with our citizens uh, digitally and online, which is, it's not a new normal, but I'm pretty sure that it's going to be yet another tool that we can uh, engage with our stakeholders uh, in the future. That, that's very important that you want to continue the activities uh, um, with the approach started with Community Lab also in the future. But uh, Anne, how are you going to strengthen the strategies initiated with the uh, with, with the participation to Community Lab and connect them to other long-term policies of the city? Yeah, we see, we see this project as a, as one way of doing it and one way of strengthening our our work. And I think that we are, we, we are on a long journey and we have been doing this for, well, 30 years and we are all the time uh, getting better. And I, I, I'm sure that we will use this project as a stepping stone for further development and uh, exchange uh, in the city and with other cities and with European projects. I have a very last question to Iben. Uh, at personal level, what did you learn from the dialogue with other European cities? Um, a lot. Uh, well, one thing was all the... Uh, there's a lot of really um, great people out there who are working very hard to make the best communities and cities that they can. Um, and that's very, very inspiring. For me personally, it was also the eye-to-eye -eye exchange not only on the strategies and the policies, but actually very low practical. So, okay, but how did you engage the stakeholders? What worked and didn't work and why? We had a bilateral meeting with uh, Lublin and Den Haag, where we actually ended up having a discussion about a bench because uh, building trust and making relations, um, it's necessary also to be able to give something during the process uh, to the neighborhood in order to to build this uh, relation. And we had an example in Aalborg where we, uh, in the discussion with one of the local co-councils were told that, well, actually there used to be a bench here and we kind of miss it. And then our project manager went out to our storage and he found a bench and he, within like a day, there was a bench there. And that really made a lot of positive resonance in the neighborhood. And the funny thing is that it was the exact same uh, experiences they had in Lublin and in Den Haag where these really, really small projects, even though we're sitting with the long strategies and perspectives and are trying to think, okay, so how is the city or area going to develop in 
the future 10, 15 years uh, for our stakeholders, it's very much uh, on a day-to-day, everyday um, basis that uh, the impact is, uh, is, is felt. And that's also, um, it also shows how important it is to both have the long strategic uh, vision, but also to be in sync and in touch with the local communities and to meet their needs during the process and not only as a final product. Thank you so much, Iben and Dan, for uh, joining could I, us. Could I say Thank just you. one more thing? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, but I just said, you, you asked what we could learn from this project. And I, also, I just want to say that one of the most important uh, things to learn is that doing, uh, participating in, in the networks like this is to understand the different cultures of countries and cities and to learn from them because we we tend to think that everything must be the way that it is uh, at home and then really to uh, as even just also said to really understand and learn how people act and think other places it's very interesting yes and it's also this thing about not involving stakeholders and communities for the sake of involving them but kind of setting a frame and knowing what you want to do with that involvement so that it becomes meaningful. Thank you, Iben and Dan, for uh, joining me and for uh, highlighting these uh, aspects of collaboration that are really important uh, for all the cities of uh, Community Lab. And thank you all for listening, making community. Thank you. Thank you.